The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. And we're glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. And thanks for joining us as we're going to be starting uh, what is truly the longest chapter in the Bible, Psalm chapter 119. Just a reminder that the chapters were not placed there under inspiration of God or the Holy Spirit. They were actually placed there by men after the Bible was given. Itinerant preachers, most people believe, was placed in there as they were traveling from place to place. It was easier for people to follow, so they started dividing up the Bible into chapters. Um, This one's unique because if you notice uh, every few verses, there's a breakdown. Actually, the breakdown is 24 sections broken down into the Hebrew alphabet. It starts off with Aleph, Beth, Gimel, Gadalaf. Those are Hebrew letters. And so each one of these is broken up and broken up according to the Hebrew alphabet. So what I'm going to do over the next few days is we're going to take these chunks of Psalm 119 through the um, different breakdowns of the alphabet. And we're going to look at these from that aspect and cover each thought in them for the next few days. So Psalm chapter 119, you follow along as I read, beginning in verse 1, the Bible says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Those have, though thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently, O oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respected respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes, or oh, forsake me not utterly. So we're looking at the section of Scripture where he starts off with a phrase that is an intriguing phrase because in all reality, It's a phrase that we're encouraged to do that truly would bring fulfillment and blessing and encouragement, but yet sometimes, humanly speaking, seems impossible. So verse 1, he says, Blessed, happy are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Verse 2, those that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. So he talks really, the first section, and really he kind of blends through these first eight verses, is he talks about the idea that blessed are happy or fulfilled are those who stay away from sin, who are not undefiled by the world and all of its thinking and the sinful natures that surround us. And in this journey we go on and the things and the things that you know surround us that we could do, happy, blessed, and truly fulfilled in life are those who abstain from these things. The problem is, um, the Bible also teaches about the fact, even the Apostle Paul said, the things that I would do, I don't. The things that I should not do, that's what I do. He said, I find myself, the good stuff that I should, I just don't want to. My human flesh doesn't want to, but boy, the things that I should stay away from, somehow I'm I'm driven towards them. Excuse me. And so what we see here is we see an interesting thought, because even in the book of 1 John, 1 John chapter 1, it's a very popular verse, verse 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But the verse prior before says something similar. He that saith he hath no sin is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So he references the fact that we, we can't go without sin. We are sinners. Sin is part of, unfortunately, who we are. Even says in James, every man is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust or desires and then is enticed. So we look at this, and sin, unfortunately, as much as it does not have to control me, is part of my life. 
It's unfortunately part of the human nature, the battle that I fight every day. So if, I, if it's true through the rest of Scripture that sin is unfortunately part of the battle of my life, then how can I look at a piece of Scripture that tells me that the happy people are those who stay away from it? Well, I mean, the sim- a very simple, simple answer would be, the first one would be, the more we stay away from these things, the happier we will be, the more fulfilled, the more happy. It's true. Uh, you think about the people who are more involved in sin and all the things that the world have to offer, this, this, these lies of the fulfillment that the world brings. It doesn't. We know it doesn't. But uh, the world has nothing else to look for. Without sight of Jesus, they have nothing else. And so they keep looking for this, and they just keep finding it empty and finding it unfulfilling. And so those who stay away and they stay close to God and, and, and you know, abstain from those things, you know, I'll give you an example. Someone decides not to go get drunk. Uh, someone who gets drunk, they wake up the next day and they say, oh, what happened last night? And they may find all kinds of things. They may find themselves in jail. They may find all kinds of things that they don't remember. Well, obviously the problem, though, that person who said, no, I'm just going to go home or I'm, just, I'm not going to drink, they wake up the next day, they're not defiled by that. So that's really the simplistic idea of what's being said here. I guess what I want to take the next couple of minutes and look at is, yes, it's, it's truth that if we stay away from these things, we're not going to have the guilt and the negative effects and potentially life-altering results of decisions we made in these circumstances. But the problem is we battle this idea of we know we do still struggle with sin. He says, happy are the people who don't do it. So what do we do in that case? In fact, the tomorrow we get down to verse 9, there's going to be a break of how we can cleanse ourselves from some of these things. But So I'm going to look at this from that premise in a couple of verses, and I think that there's some commands in here, but I think they tie together. Instead of it just being a command of stay away from sin, oh yeah, and read the Bible and obey His commandments, I have a tendency to believe that the two tie together. That if we, to stay away from sin and the things of the world, the best effective way to do that is to live in obedience to the commandments of God and be in His Word. So from that premise, let's continue in verse 2, he says, The happy man in verse 1 is the one who walks in the law of the Lord. So verse 2, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, or his commandments, his truths, and that seek him with the whole heart. So you've got somebody who says, I'm going to desire to follow in obedience to the word of God and the truths that Jesus teaches, and I'm going to seek him with my whole heart. And what, it just means truly. It means purely. You know, when you say whole heart, that's sometimes a, today we see that as a churchy phrase. You know, I love you with my whole heart or whatever term we use. It simply means with my whole being that I'm going to make this real. This is now I'm going to read a few verses and hope it solves all of my problems because it will not. What we see here is we see that I'm going to seek God with every part you know, I'm going to make this real. I'm going to seek him. I want to get to know him. I want to know what he says about this. I want to know what he says about me. And so I'm going to seek. I'm going to look for answers. Listening to a podcast, watching a podcast like this is all part of that. The more I can learn about Jesus. And so simply, this is the same idea. Verse 3, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Uh, it's not that they never do iniquity, but they're not. They, they say, if I follow in this, here's a simple point. If I stay away from the word of God, stay away from church, stay away from the truths of the word of God, then I am going to go the wrong way. I can't go the right way outside of help. My natural tendency is to wrong. Even if I'm saved, my natural tendency is to wrong. So what is the truth? How do I go the right way? Well, it, it's simple. Well, it's not simple, but the truth is simple, that I... I have to be putting, I have to be going a different direction. I have to be filling my mind with something different than those things. And the Word of God is that guide. The Bible is that guide. Being surrounded by Christian people, things like that. I, I follow in this journey, and in doing that, I give myself teaching and training and help to go 
the right direction. That's what he was saying. So verse 4, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. So he tells us, hey, you want to stay away, keep diligent, keep at this, keep going. Don't, don't make it a once in a while thing. Hey, you miss a day or two, keep back at it. But don't, don't make it a lifestyle where God becomes second or third because then you're going to find battles. He's, verse 5, he goes, oh, that thy ways were directed to keep, all of my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Boy, it would be easier if I were just, you know, hey, tell me to do this and tell me to do that. I wish, you know, if I were just following after you. The other issue is I do need guide, and that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. I do need a guide. I do need to be going that direction. He said, if I could keep doing that, that I would always keep your commandments. In the verse 6, he says, then shall I not be ashamed when I have respected all thy commandments. He said, I won't, be, I won't have to look back and say, I wish I hadn't done that. I won't look back in my life and say, I wish, because I want my ways. He goes, oh, that my ways were. He's not saying that they are. He's not saying this is the most simplistic thing. He said, I wish my life and my ways were pointed towards this. I wish my life, my life and my way were pointed to keep your commandments and keep your statutes. Because if I did what we have been at, constructed to do the verses previous, then I, wouldn't look, then I could look back and thank the Lord for protecting me from these things instead of saying, eh, I'm ashamed for these decisions. And I'm so grateful that if I have the option to get into the Word of God. I have the truth, and if I stay in this, that doesn't mean I am flawless. It doesn't mean that I won't make mistakes. I will make mistakes, but I will make less of them. I will make better decisions, and I will be, I believe this, I will be protected from some of the serious things that can completely alter and destroy my life. We mentioned alcohol at the beginning. I'm only saying that because to me it's an easy illustration. Um, when I choose to say I'm just going to stay away from it, I, I have. I've never drank alcohol a day in my life. I'm not making a debate whether you should or not right now. That's, a diff that's for a different time. What I'm saying is, in my choice never to do that, I have never woke up somewhere I don't know I am because of drunk. I've never woke up with a hangover. I have never looked back upon my life and said, man, I really missed being drunk or missed this or missed that. Some would say you're missing out on a great time of life. Maybe, but I also have nothing that I look back and say, this has affected the rest of my life. So I don't, I, to me, I don't think I've missed out on much, but that's, that's me. I'm only using it as a personal illustration. It's a simple illustration, but the idea is when I choose to stay away from what the world says is okay, what I know is wrong, I also am able to free myself from those things that I can't get away from, those bad decisions. And so we're never going to be able to completely be free from sin or never sin, but we have a way to be heading in a direction that protects us and helps us from continuing to fall into those things. Well, I hope that the help, I tell you, it's, it's, a, it's one of those things that we strive after. We know we're never going to 100% accomplish. But at least we know that if at least we have a tool that can help us in the right direction, which sounds easy until you have to face it on head on. So I encourage you to keep going. Don't quit. Even if you've made some bad decisions, don't quit. Uh, God is not waiting for you to mess up so he can strike you down. We'll talk about that. He loves you no matter what, and he's not angry at you or think less of you because of bad decisions. He's giving us a guide on how to make less of those. And so may we look to the future and not live in the past in the regrets that we might have. Thanks for joining us today, giving me the chance to be part of your day on this Tuesday. I would greatly appreciate just the chance to be able to speak God's truth into your life today. We hope it inspires you and helps you. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and we hope you'll come back and join us again tomorrow. God bless you.